What was your job when you were based here? Sanitation. Sanitation? <laughs> then how do you know how to disable the shields? I don't. I'm just here to get Ray. People are counting on us. The galaxy is counting on us. Solo, we'll figure it out. We'll use the Force. That's not how the Force works. And here we go. It's the comic, 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 comic book book. Man, you come right out of a comic book. Welcome back to the Comic Book Bullies with Nerdist New Bully. I'm your host, Leroy, a.k.a. Humpty Hump, uh, with my co-host. This is Eli, a.k.a. Pumpkin Spice. Yeah, it is almost that time of year. It's cooling off, yes. Yes, they say a cold front is coming if we survive that long in 2020. So, yeah, <laughs> like I said, we're in September. It's a brand new month. We are as bad as 2020 has been. We're nine months in on three months left. So, we just got to hang on to the end. Hopefully, 2021 will be the end of the rainbow, everything like that. So we'll get to it. But Eli, we are we entering to- the third. We are entering the third act. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's when it gets the worst, right? Well, we the, uh, final, the final confrontation. Right. 2020 <laughs> was just warming up. Now, <laughs> grand finale. <laughs> All right. But before we get to it, now we can talk about the actual. Uh, some big news that happened like yesterday, and I want you guys to get in on this while it's going on. And that is, boom, Comixology having a sale right now. And the sale that you guys want to hear about, because the sale is free 99. So as of right now, every Black Panther comic ever is free on Comixology. So all you got to do is free. go to Comixology. Free, free, free 99. You have to pay anything. Just go there. F-R-E-E. You can't beat it. You can't beat it. I'm trying to see where we go with this one. So, yes, it's completely free. Every single Black Panther comic you can think of. Also, not only Black Panther comics, you got a uh, free Shuri run and the free Killmonger run, which the Killmonger run was awesome. Please, if you do nothing else, get that run. It's like five issues. Get it. It's awesome. It tells about Killmonger's backstory. <sighs> Should I spoil it, Eli? Should I spoil it? But what happens to that book? I've not read it yet. You told me about it. I kind of know because you reviewed them books. Yeah, so, but um, I won't. I won't spoil it. I won't spoil it. But yeah. it, it, the book goes places. You like? Whoa. Okay. I wouldn't expect. I want a whole series just of Killmongers doing this shit. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But but awesome. Definitely go get it. Uh, what other news do we have going on from that one? Yeah, and Eli. like for real, it's yeah. free. Like I kept hitting hitting. Go to cart, go to cart, go, you know what I mean? Like, you right. know, and, and that's cart. the thing. Like, yeah. That's the thing. You you can just hit the add to cart thing. You can like you just go to each individual series and you just completely add the cart and that's yeah. it. So you don't actually have to individually click each one. You just do that. That's it. It lets you do 150 at a time. So I had to do it about like two or three times, get all those books. And that's it. So they're just there. Now yeah. I kind of feel bad, Eli, because I've read most of that shit. <laughs> but hey, what can you do? It's free. Yeah. So that's why I'm but spreading was- the word to everybody else. Yeah, it was nice when I went to my cart and I hit, you know, purchase. It said, you know, uh, you know, um, total due zero. 
you saved <laughs> you saved two hundred and fifty six dollars. <laughs> now you got to be careful. You got to be careful because if you actually have some of those graphic novels or trades, you might pay for this shit and don't know you're paying for it because the tra- yeah. the trades are not free. Just a single yeah. issue. So, well, I I have uh, unlimited, so a lot of that shit I've borrowed. Like I borrowed like you know Christopher Priest's run and. I think oh, like yeah, the first, right. yeah. I think book one of Reggie Hudlin's run is is on Comicsology Unlimited. So some of that mm-hmm. shit I already had like in my in my drive. So, uh, but yeah, yeah. but it, this go even back to the old school, the Kirby shit. You know, I and, had um, I read that Jack Kirby run. It's yeah. it's wacky, but <laughs> it's Jack Kirby. What do you expect? You know. <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah, it, it's free comics. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, it's free. Just, just read the shit. Be honest, a lot of you don't know the shit that you're talking about right now. You think Black Panther was just made back in 2016 when Civil War came out, not knowing it's like five decades of history worth of this shit. Go read now. Jungle, Jungle Action isn't free on there, which I was kind of upset about that. That is like the, like the first graphic novel that he came out with, like back in the 70s and shit like that. But everything else, I'm telling you, it's a lot of shit on there. That's some good yeah. shit. His Daredevil run, where he took over for Daredevil, Black Panther, The Man Without Fear. No vibranium, no secret herb and shit like that. He was just just a dude, just fighting crime, just beating the shit out of people. Awesome ass run. So, uh, yeah, I guess we need to move on past that. Yes, it's free. Get it. It's free. The link is on the page. Free. (laughs) Just go to our page. Yes, just go to our page. You can read it. Yeah, comic books. Get into it, motherfuckers. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, hell, what, what are you here for? Shit. <laughs> That's what we do. We talk about comics, so shit. Uh, let's go to the next one. Eli, I'm going to let you handle this because I don't know what the hell this is about. But... Okay, what am I doing? Okay, this is the thing. Oh! No, not that, not that, not that. Oh, I... That. Oh, you're talking about Evil yeah, Dead. Yeah, that. Evil okay, Dead, yeah. Yes. So um, there is a new Evil Dead movie in development called Evil Dead Rise. Um, Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell are producing it, but Bruce Campbell is not going to be in it. Um, he's not going to, he may do a cameo. He says he's open to a cameo, but he's not going to be the main character. He said that it might, it's probably going to take place in a city. Um, and I guess this was, uh, during a Q and a, so during COVID during the pandemic, Bruce Campbell has been going on tour to all the drive-ins throughout in, in this, this past summer, showing Evil Dead screenings at the drive-in. And then he has nice. a Q&A afterwards. And um, this topic came up and he did confirm that they are making another movie and all that. And it's called Evil Dead Rise and basically what I just said. So I'm a huge Evil Dead fan. Evil Dead 2 is probably my favorite horror movie of all time. Um, I watched the series. The series, all three seasons are on Netflix. They're great. The Ash versus the Evil Dead. They're great. Okay. Did you um, see the remake? I did see the remake. Okay. Thoughts? Um, I'm a little indifferent to the remake, mostly because I thought the Deadites could have looked better. It's okay. an oak. It's not bad. It's very. It, it is. It does get intense. It's very gory. It's got everything you want from an evil dead movie. I just thought some of the makeup effects could have been better. Mm-hmm. Um, they were just wearing the deadites in, in the remake. I just thought they were just wearing Halloween makeup. They didn't, their faces didn't get all 
distorted and shit like in the original movies. That's, you know, so that was my main beef was I, I thought the makeup effects could have been a little bit better, but it's got plenty of the gore. So I'm a little indifferent to it. Um, I do love Drag Me to Hell, which I, I consider to be in the Evil Dead canon. It's not an official now, Evil now Dead Now, why movie. do you consider that canon? Because like I said, there's been a lot of Cabin in the Wood type movies like Evil Dead. Why, why is that considered that? Because, well, Sam Raimi, it's a Sam Raimi movie, but there's a seance scene where mm-hmm. the people get possessed and they look just like the deadites from his Evil Dead movies. Hmm. So it's like okay. the, the, the demons that are in Drag Me to Hell are like the same demons from the Evil Dead okay. universe. So, so I sort of consider Evil that. Evil Dead cinematic universe. Kind of a tie-in. That's what I, you know. Yeah. There's a lot of similarities and shit. So, um, And the yeah. comics... Hey, fellas. I hey. I don't know who that geekery? is. That's like 50 people do. The, the entity <laughs> is of it, Outright Geekery. Is it Henry? Is it Willie? Oh, no. Willie's right there. 2020 is the year of Mad Max. And I thought this was the year of Mad Max. <laughs> I don't the, know. The year before Mad Max happened. Next year's going <laughs> right. to be Mad Max. Right. <laughs> is this the first appearance of FF Free 2? Is this first? Oh, maybe? oh no, no. It's not. It's not. It's not. Uh, Actually, I checked. Oh, but actually, in the Reggie Hudlin's book one, that's included in the graphic novel. That is free. Yeah. So there's a yeah. run when he and uh, he and Storm join Fantastic Four, right? Something like that. He, he and John, like Reed and Sue went on left. Black Panther and Storm took over. So that run of, and I don't think it was Hudlin. Hudlin did it, but I think it was uh, Dwayne McDuffie. I think he took over that run. And that's the free version. So there is some free stuff in there. But but uh, in the in the graphic novel in the in the trade of Reggie Hudlin's like one to six they include his first appearance like the old right. school Fantastic Four comic so right so that's yeah. free so it, it's actually a lot of stuff that we don't know that's free they don't they don't advertise any of this stuff Comic Side is not telling you this stuff that's going on there's no list of what's going on you just have to kind of like sift through it we're looking and whatever we know we'll just spread information best we can but yeah going in now because we don't know how long it's gonna last it might be like a few days three days we don't know but yeah uh moving on let's talk about a movie that i didn't see and i'm gonna bet five dollars you didn't see either i know i didn't see it i didn't even see the old one so Uh, i didn't see the old one either okay so what we're talking about is mulan uh mulan dropped this weekend everybody was bitching and moaning and complaining because they found out that oh yes mulan is free i can watch it in my house what i gotta pay 30 dollars to watch mulan so now everybody's fucking pissed over because they didn't do the research or they didn't listen to this podcast which i can't blame them you know but <laughs> <laughs> what i'm gonna do is tell you because here's the thing eli everybody was bitching and moaning about it but they bought it anyway and this is a bad person let's let's let me explain what's going on right now with this mulan thing so Mulan came out. It was supposed to come out to the theaters. It didn't come out in theaters, so it is saying to come out in actual uh your homes on VOD, visit the band. But you have to have uh Disney Plus in order to watch it. And but wait, there's more. You also have to pay thirty dollars to watch it also, and have the Disney Plus application. So you have to have both of those to even watch the movie. If you cancel Disney Plus, even if you pay thirty dollars to watch Mulan, you can't watch it anymore. So. I think that's some bullshit. That's just me. Also, I think it's a slippery slope uh, because it's letting these companies know that they can pull this bullshit. Imagine if Netflix did this shit. You know, season three of Umbrella Academy. Oh, we're just going to charge you uh, $20 to watch this shit early. You know, that's the thing. You see, they, they're, they're setting a bad precedent. But here's the thing. They do have a, a solution that 
even though everybody's paying for Mulan right now, they're saying that it will be available on Disney Plus where you can just watch it if you have the service on December 4th. Some people don't want to wait that long. Some people don't want to wait because basically, what's that, 90 days? That's typically the rule. So people don't want to wait 90 days to watch a movie to pay for it. So you're going to pay $30 now to watch a movie. Three months later, you can watch a movie now. But I, I get it. I get it. People are complaining because they got kids. Kids want to watch the movie. That's why I'm glad, you know, my nephew don't give a shit about Mulan. Just like I didn't give a shit about Mulan, so I don't have to pay that shit. So uh, let's go to the call. Let's see what we got. I know Willie saw it. That's some bullshit. <laughs> Willie, you know you paid $30 to see Mulan. <laughs> Drop a review on OK Boom and let us know how it was. <laughs> Now, I'm going to say something about these Disney remakes before I move on there. The reason, I don't know if they're, they're, the whole thing of these remakes are bad precedents also, depending on the situation. Lion King sucked because it was pretty much the exact same movie, just CGI with just lifeless, you know, dolls watching it. But I did like what they did with uh, Aladdin, even though He Who Shall Not Be Named was on there. <laughs> but I did like what they did because it was, not to say that it was better than the cartoon version of it, but it was different. Like, you can put them both side by side. You can appreciate the difference they put in there. So if you're going to do something, do something different. Don't just regurgitate the same bullshit that's on there. Hey, Jen, what's going on? <laughs> hey. Jen, why are you still up this late? Anyway. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see what we got. So let's go to the next one. Let's go to the next one. I, th I think you take over this or I take over this. I don't even know what this is. What is it now? Oh, okay. So we're going to talk. We're going to go there. We're going to go to Eli. Let's go We're going to go there. We're going to go there. Uh, so we are talking about The Mandalorian. And The Mandalorian, I, what's this talking about? It, it comes out on the October 30th. Oh, crap. It's not in here, man. I just picked up the Dark Saber from uh, from Target the other day. Like, I got a Dark Saber lightsaber. It's not in up. here, though. Damn, I should have grabbed it. You should have had it on there. But anyway, <laughs> the uh, Mandalorian comes out on October 30th, says season two. So watch it. I don't have Disney Plus. Eli, I guess it's going to be a reason for me to get Disney Plus by the end. So I'll watch it whenever. Oh, if you're wondering about the boys, I didn't watch it. Eli, did you see it? No, because you said you were going to watch it. So I'm like, well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you would watch it so I don't have to watch it. <laughs> that way you can just do the homework for me, you know. I thought I was like, but, this is going to get us clicks, so we better watch this. So I was like, oh, Yeah, because everybody's talking about the boys, the boys, the boys, the boys. They're like, and anybody's asking me, have you seen the boys? Nah, I haven't seen it. Yeah, well, the so, first I know the first three episodes are on Amazon right now, but then there's just going to be like one every Friday after that. So and I understand why they're doing that. Now, let me ask you this, Eli. Do you think that's a better situation? Even though you may or may not, you say you didn't watch, but you think it's a better situation we did now or before? Like, should they just drop everything at one time or should they do uh, like they're doing now? One episode, three episodes, whatever. Yeah, I don't like binge watching shit. I hate that. I got to like find a block of basically a day to watch a bunch of crap in one day and yes yep. there we go yes season yeah season two of mandalorian yeah fuck the boys mandalorian's coming back <laughs> <laughs> you can have it's okay to have both you can have, we you didn't have even watch the boys why are we talking about the boys we didn't even watch it <laughs> yes the mandalorian's gonna be dope dark saber more baby yoda uh who they say boba fett's gonna be in it rob yeah, Boba Fett's supposed to be in it. Robert Rodriguez is directing some episodes and shit. I'm stoked for Did this. Did he do season. any last episode? I mean, last No, season? no, but he's doing this it. Is this is like time. right up his. Wait, is Robert Rodriguez even a Star Wars fan? I know Max is a stupid question, but. Oh, he is. He's been okay, I kind of figured he was, but, you know, I didn't ask that question, you know. Yeah, he's been wanting to do a Star Wars movie for a while. 
And now it's okay. his chance to finally, you know, do something. I mean, because what they're doing with this, I mean, it's basically Desperado in space. So this basically, is right up his alley. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So, uh, okay. Now we got to go there. Reason I had to talk about this first, Eli, because I had to get us on the same page with Star Wars. Because there's two things that we banned on this podcast. We already <laughs> dodged one. <laughs> and now we're going to talk about the other one. For those who don't know, Will Smith is a banned topic on here. We don't talk about Will Smith. And the other banned topic we can. is... You can. I we we can't. Can. No, no, you can't either. <laughs> I don't want to get us. Can, I don't want to get us canceled. This is. I, I will just have no comment. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> but the other topic is Star Wars. The reason we're going to talk about Star Wars probably because of this topic we're going to talk about right now. Because boom, John Boyega. I reason I'm going to talk about John Boyega and did I get a thing of him? I did not get a thing of him. That is okay. Uh, mainly because John Boyega is basically had a gq a gq poster image whatever you want to call it and he talked about star wars and for those that haven't been keeping up with john boyega on social media or twitter anything like that he has been dogging shit out of star wars like constantly he didn't give a shit about star wars and he let him know and he's gonna know why he didn't give a shit about star wars but basically saying that his time with star wars was pretty bad he hated it found it okay so, and he's saying the reason he hated working with Star Wars because the basically they did a bait and switch with Star with him. You know, they got him on board with the role. They pretty much put him on there because he was a black dude, and it was gonna mark and they put him all over the poster, put him all over the trailer because it was gonna market the black people. And then we actually watched the movie. He's either like barely there, kind of sideline, no storyline whatsoever, and it's really just about everybody else but him. So that's why he doesn't want to work with uh Disney at all anymore. So he's just throwing just Disney under the bus. Now, before I say anything about the Eli, did you want to add anything on to that? Or? Well, what are you going to say? <laughs> oh, you want me to jump in? Okay, fuck it. I'll jump in. <laughs> I guess this is why it's a banned topic. Okay. <laughs> Here's the thing when I think about the thing John Boyega is saying. Everything he's saying right now is the same thing I was thinking when I was watching these fucking movies. Because I already now the first movie, I let it slide. He did have an actual story arc. He did actually do things. He actually had a a purpose in the movie. He was doing things. I was like, okay, John Boyega's fine. Uh, even got to have a slash, uh, 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 had internal conflict with the people that he was fighting against, the other stormtroopers, and they were calling traitors, shit like that. I liked his story in the first one. It's those other two that pissed me the fuck off. So he had this character arc in the first movie he did. Second movie, the exact same fucking arc. They didn't do anything with him. He was pretty much just a wasted character. And then the third movie, he was just completely just sidelined, just tossed aside. Was he force sensitive? We don't know. Was he in love with Ray? We don't know. He was just there, you know, and it just stuck a girlfriend with him just all of a sudden. It just popped out of nowhere just to give him something to do. Uh, the last third act of the battle, we don't even know what the fuck, where he was, what he was doing, who he was fighting, what he was even there for. He was just there shooting at people while shit was other happening. So, yeah, so they just pretty much put John Boyega because, like I said, we've already talked about what Disney does. What Star Wars has definitely been doing, they've been checking boxes. We got a black guy. Boom. We got a woman. Boom. We got a Mexican. Oh, he's not Mexican. What is he? Guatemala? Colombian? I don't know. I didn't, know I didn't Boom. even know he was Latino at all. I, I thought well, he was Well, that's white. okay because they checked the box. <laughs> <laughs> Kill two birds with one stone. So they checked all yeah, these boxes I... up like that. So, the L oh, except for China. They made sure not to put John Boyega on the post of China. Yeah, I heard about that. They don't want to. They don't want to scare people away from the movie, you know? <laughs> Yeah. All right. So that's my whole thing about this. So everything John Boyega is saying with that is 100 percent true. Uh, they they were too busy just checking boxes off there. They were too busy having a group meeting, a group think meeting to just check him off 
And I, I completely understand why he's pissing on Star Wars right now and pissing on Disney, even though they're this big, faceless conglomerate uh, corporation. I completely understand why he's shitting on them. Yeah, so. I agree. I mean, I was hoping, especially after The Force Awakens. We're getting there, 2000 Man Reborn. But yeah, yeah. my heart. <laughs> um, I, I thought he was going to be more. Yeah, uh, uh, the more of the focus. I thought he was going to be the Jedi because they showed him with the lightsaber and the trailer and all that stuff. Right. But just his symbol. Like, I love that idea of he was the stormtrooper that defected, that re he represented the symbol of rebellion. He, be he rebelled against the First Order. He disobeyed orders and, you know, became, was resisted. He was the resistance. He was a symbol of resistance. And the stormtrooper that decided to think for himself and not be a mindless drone. And I love that idea. Meanwhile, yeah. the other stormtroopers singled him out. Like, yeah. you are, you know, you're, yeah. you're dangerous to us. Because you I, think differently. Yeah, I, I I see where he's getting at. Um, and, and then and think yeah, about but, the third, when they finally get to the third movie, like, okay, he betrayed... Like he's against these stormtroopers. You think he would still have some kind of compassion or sympathy for them? But the he's just wasting them, just shooting them just left and right. Like he don't even know these guys. Yeah. I thought they would go there. But you know what? None of the new characters had any character development. None of them. We don't know who Poe is until like the end. Unless of the you read one. a comic or something. You, you know. Yeah. He like two sentences gives them as a backstory in the third movie. Ray, we don't know shit about Ray because they were trying to keep her background a secret. She's the daughter of this or she's the daughter of that. Because well, they didn't know until then. It was like this she, is yeah, she's Snoke's mom, or who we were they were trying to build up this stupid mystery to satisfy these idiot fucking fanboys, you know. Us. And then and then of course, <laughs> you know, I, I think Finn probably had the most character development because we knew he was he worked in sanitation. You know, <laughs> right in the first movie, like I said, in the in, in the, the first, first I have no problem with him in the first movie. It's and the last, hey, yeah. the last Jedi, he did the most shit in the last Jedi. He went. He was on completely his, no, no, he no. Went on, hey, he See, went on his own mission. This why we don't talk about Star Wars on here. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's. We're here, yo. He went on his own mission. He fought, his, which was useless. But that was the point of the movie. They everybody <laughs> fucked up. Everybody failed their mission in the second movie. Paul I mean, you up. can completely take that mission out, and everything would play out the exact same way. Not really. It was all about learning lessons and failure. That's what that movie was about. Ray failed. She never brought Luke back. You know, Poe kept fucking up left and right. Finn actually did complete his mission and got the Master Codebreaker. So he did complete a mission, and he beat his mortal enemy. He beat what's her face, the the Silver Stormtrooper. That yeah, because she kept enemy. popping up on yeah. yeah. So he got to kick his arch enemies. Another ass. character got no uh, story development. We don't even know what the fuck was you it. Is she or she or he or we don't even know. So yeah, I mean these movies. See, that was my problem with the new series is we didn't need. They focused too much on the old characters, and they didn't give these new characters anything to do because everybody wanted the nostalgia and wanted to see Luke kick ass. We wanted Han and all that shit when they just should have gave us new characters and a new story. And instead they just sort of didn't know what the fuck they were doing. So I will agree that they okay. were, it was all half-assed and, you know, and kind of all over the place, but I will still say that out of that, those new movies that the last Jedi is the most complete star Wars movie out of that three. Cause at least that can stands on his own. Yeah. I don't give a shit. 
<laughs> my my thing is this: I agree with you that everybody had a half-ass character development story in there, but the point was that they made sure that Finn was on the poster and market and advertised everything. That's the fucked up part about it. Yeah, except in China. Except in China, <laughs> right? Well, they made and, sure to hide him. So. And Disney and Disney lets them Thank get you, away Jen. with get that. My, get my back on this. <laughs> <laughs> and Disney uh, does, Disney lets China get away with that shit. So. They do. <laughs> that, that's actually what I want to talk about with Mulan. Do we want to go back to Mulan? For I don't Let's go back to Mulan, then we're going to move on to the other shit, because they're boycotting Mulan in China because of that stupid shit she shared about uh, the Mulan actress saying that she was for police brutality or some shit. I don't know what the she fuck backs she's the, She backs the police, yeah, because the police have been beating the shit out of the protesters. Right. So she's like, she stands with the police. So she's a cop lover. Right. So, so, so she's basically... Is- Basically, the equivalent of MAGA. <laughs> Basically, whatever that is, she's that. And that's Only the thing. China, that... Yeah. <laughs> so, no, exactly. Yeah. So, my whole thing is China, Disney cares more about China than they care about us. All their movies make more money in China than they do here. So, they're going to specifically make movies for that. That's the reason a Mulan movie exists. They know if they make a Mulan movie, got nothing but Chinese actors and Chinese, whatever, like that, and sit over there. They're gonna watch the movie because they can make a billion dollars in China alone if they advertise it right. But if they boycott it, then they're fucked. You know, that's why that's I'm all into that's why Disney, yeah. Disney keeps putting up with all these little all these little toxic traits to make money in China. You know, they'll right. put up with Disney removing gay kissing, Disney taking the black guy off posters, you know. <laughs> right. They, they'll Just put up with China, all that, right. you know, yeah just to appease china and and yeah it, it's so yeah it's, we still buy disney shit we're still hyped for marvel because and, and star wars all because all. it's we marvel still have that because, mandalorian's coming out <laughs> <laughs> all right let's talk about the other shit like i said we talked about john boyga because some other bullshit going on let's just let's just do it let's just handle it okay so we got to talk about ray fisher i know some of you just joining the podcast and be like who because honestly people that have been in the podcast still like who Cause this dude won't shut the fuck up about what's going on with him right now. So apparently, if you don't know who this is, this is Cyborg, you know, from Justice League, and yeah, he's basically saying that he's he was harassed on set and everybody was mean to him, and Josh Whedon did this, and Jeff Johns threatened his career, and the guy. And, oh, here's another crazy thing. Remember, we we didn't talk about it, but we talked about it in the group where they were saying that. He had a uh, a third party investigative team that was gonna join in and investigate what was going on. Well, apparently the investigative team was from Warner Brothers. <laughs> and they're basically just saying that everything he's saying was some bullshit. <laughs> you know. So basically it wasn't third party, wasn't it was a first party, and they're just saying everything he's saying doesn't matter. So he's still saying that I wanna uh I wanna make sure the investigative investigative team know what they're doing. Oh, and this is what he also said today on Instagram when he was walking his dog or some shit like that, he's saying that Jeff Johns not only threatened his career. Remember Cyborg on Doom Patrol? Okay, yeah. Yeah, basically he was telling him, apparently that whole Cyborg being on Doom Patrol was supposed to be a fuck you to him. Like, we can easily replace you and get somebody else if you keep acting up. (laughs) So he's going to keep going. I know he can't say everything he wants to say because he's signed some kind of NDA or... He doesn't want the, uh, you know, Warner Brothers to know all the cars he's holding. But apparently he's saying he keeps having some kind of dirt on them or they really did some like fucked up shit to him. 
don't know, Eli. I'm, I'm kind of ready for this movie to just come out so we can just be done with this shit. So, so in other words, so what you're really saying is, coming soon, the Snyder Cut. <laughs> it's all an advertiser. No, it's not called the Snyder Cut. It's called the fuck Joss Whedon cut. <laughs> this is all just advertising. This is all just the, this is the Snyder Cut's promotional campaign. Right. It's it's a new movie. Every bad thing that happened was because of that asshole Joss Whedon. We yeah. don't even fuck with anymore. It's because yeah. of him. The Justice so. League are back. Why? Because fuck Joss Whedon. <laughs> <laughs> That's the tagline. <laughs> That's the tagline. And everybody keeps saying that he's doing this because they had playing a cyber movie. They never planned a cyber they were never gonna get this guy a movie by himself the best he could hope for is being sidekick in flash movie that's it and with the way he's going he might even be that they'll get the dude from doom patrol to stick him in there that's another fuck you i don't know I, i'm like i can you know you know first i'm like i'm sure yeah i'm sure he's probably right there's probably some truth to what he's saying but, I, but he's not I, saying anything. That's the thing. But, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, so your boss was an asshole. Well, welcome, welcome to the real world, asshole. Fuck you. you know? Right. Oh, that's nothing. <laughs> Honestly, Eli, this is the whole reason why he's pissed. He's not going to say it, but unless he says it, this is what I think. Justice League's supposed to be, what, three, four hours long when Snyder had the movie and stuff like that. So he's thinking it's his first movie. He's thinking he's gonna, this is going to be his big break. He's going to jump in and it's going to, like, uh, pave his way through Hollywood. It's going to be like his version of Chris Hemsworth or whatever. Then we, uh, Snyder left the movie because of, you know, family drama, stuff like that. Whedon came in. He took the movie. Uh, what's the guy named Jeff Johns made him slice the movie in half. It had to be two hours and that's it. So whose scenes got chopped the most? His scenes, Ray Fisher. So all those cyborg scenes, him playing football and him flying in the sky like Batman and shit like that, all this shit gone. So of course that's why he pissed because all his all his scenes got cut. I'm pretty sure if even if Josh Whedon did treat him like an asshole, if all his scenes in the movie and he got a whole bunch of roles in there, he wouldn't complain. But he's complaining because all his scenes got cut. Because <laughs> nobody gives a fuck about cyborg playing football. So yeah. I don't know. Uh, let's move on past this. I mean, it's it's going to keep going. It's going to be more shit coming out. Yeah, mm. I tell you. I mean, we're going to find out that Josh Whedon and 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 Jeff Johns are fucking eating babies and. <laughs> at least that's what they're gonna make us out like so yeah. Ray fish is very fishy situation that's what i should have tagged it <laughs> yeah that should be the name of the episode <laughs> right <laughs> fishing and fishy situation okay move past that we just flying through this shit let's get to the bitch game section i'm gonna let you go first because you played a thing i played a thing yeah i picked up the to the new tony hawk well it's not a new it's a remake of the old game so uh yeah i picked it up and um i was having fun i got a bl i got a blister on my thumb from you know Rookie. playing it all day so uh I, i've always enjoyed the tony hawk games you know just going skating around listening i like the music on there just skating around you know doing tricks and pretending i'm good at skating you know even though i'm not <laughs> even though i'm not here is it still on there i wiped out on a board like the other day oh that oh i saw that shit i saw what yeah you did it was it was worse before i mean I, the most of the it was like up to here but i picked off the scabs so <laughs> yeah that's, that's disgusting man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i you know i always enjoyed the tony hawk games you know i remember underground i was i really liked underground i hope they redo that because you were able to make your own skater like i, I had a zombie with the mohawk and shit it was, you know <laughs> unlocked a bunch of tricks and was, shit that was on three right 
was that three or two? It might have been on two. Three was my favorite. Three was my favorite. A Tony Hawk three? Or are you talking yep. about PlayStation three? No, Tony Hawk three on PlayStation one. Okay. Yeah. I, I yeah, I played the mo- most of them. Yeah, I played all of them, but I remember like an under Tony Hawk Underground. You know? Yeah. And uh um, I think that was four, I think. I don't remember. Yeah, it yeah, it was yeah. But it was called Underground and you were able to b- customize your own skater and shit. So but uh but no, I liked it. I'm having fun just skating around, listening to tunes and shit, and you know, it's a little relaxing, you know. <laughs> That's Tony Hawk for you. Yeah. Okay. All right, so next news we're going to talk about. Actually, I want to talk about this in the other section, but it turns out it is video game news. So I can talk about the video game section. So we can talk about uh, Storm in Marvel Final Fight or whatever. Marvel, I don't know. Some bullshit-ass game is this. I think it's like a cell phone game or something like that. Hold on, what we got? Who is this? What up, guys? What hey, what, what up? up, Lolo Moon 6? What up with you? What up? Thanks for listening. Thanks to everybody hanging out in the chat, yo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Share we're, the link out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're booming. Share this shit out. Uh, so yeah, so what we're gonna talk about with Storm because there was some bullshit that's going on right now. Uh, it's this cell phone game, something like that that's been released. Storm has been released as one of the characters, and she looks like this, and people are pissed. Uh, I guess you can guess why people are getting pissed because apparently Storm, people are realizing Storm has blue eyes, Storm has thin lips, Storm has a nose. She doesn't look like Storm, she looks like Charlize Theron, and just like it just <laughs> Paint it in black face and just put it in storms. It's like what what the fuck is going on? Here? <laughs> oh, Jesus. So people are pissed. People are pissed. But they actually went back in the game and claimed they fixed it. So they made her lips a little bit thicker. You know, <laughs> eyes brown, GTA, nose wider. Jim right. Jim Tan and laundry. <laughs> <laughs> right. So they said they fixed it. You know, that's the thing. So people are getting pissed about this. They saying, oh, because they always whitewashing characters and blackwashing characters. Here's the thing, Eli. Honestly, I've been want to talk about this on the podcast since we started the podcast about what they've been doing to Storm. Because this is not a new thing. This is a thing that has been going on with Storm since they made Storm. Uh, like, look at Storm just in any just random pick they have. If you uh, look far away, but she's got blue eyes. She's got thin lips, a thin nose, long, straight hair. That is none of those are African features. Or features from African people. All of that is Eurocentric features. And that's the problem with Storm because they basically have always drawn Storm like a white woman with black face. That's they've always done it. Because the thing is, comic books don't know how to draw black people. You see this shit right here? See that? You watch a comic, you read a comic book, they will never have this shit on a black person because they don't even realize that shit is there. It's going to be like this on both sides. (laughs) Because they don't know how to draw black people. Just pick up a comic and read it. You'll see. And the problem... (laughs) And the thing about with Storm is that I don't have the uh, notes in front of me right now, but I read a, a X-Men comic back in the 80s where they pointed at Storm and basically said, you see her blue eyes, you see her thin lips, you see her small nose, her long flowing hair that's not kinky, does not have an afro or anything like that. All of those accent features because she has a mix of all races inside of her. It's part of her mutation. So she's not really black. I'm like, what the fuck? She's, she's, Puerto, she's Puerto Rican. She's it's J-Lo. She's everything, you know. <laughs> and see, and it's this shit we get on with X-Men, Eli. We all talk about like everybody keeps saying how X-Men always been woke back in the 80s, how they represent civil rights and represent all stuff like that. But Chris Claremont can be uh, he wrote all this shit back in the 80s. He can write some bullshit when he wants to. We saw this with Demon Bear. Like he claimed he was woke, he claimed he was doing the right thing, but some of that story just didn't really make sense. Just like 
okay, what kind of angle are you taking with the story? And the yeah. same thing with Storm. Yeah, you know. he like like the like the, the 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 white people turn into the Indian. Right, the white people reason. like like why? <laughs> what are, what are you trying to say with this? You know? <laughs> so that's my thing about this because okay, we got Storm with long flowing hair and likes like that. Black people don't have long flowing hair. They don't. I'm sorry, they don't. None of them. And it, if you see it, it's a weaver wig. That's what it is. You'll never see Storm like this. Now every now and then you see like a variant cover where somebody would sneak Storm in like that. Or you'll see some amateur artists will have Storm look like that. Most of the time, she don't. She's going to have just Eurocentric features, look like a white woman, just painted black. And that's the problem that a, a lot of artists just don't know how to draw black people. When Tony Hawk dies, they're called Tony Hawk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's always been my problem with Storm, man. So that's why they need to get more, more representation behind the scenes, not just on the front, just putting you know, Night Thrasher on the cover and calling a day, that's not going to work. We actually have to have people behind the scene that can fact check this shit and fix Storm, because she's always been a problem and always been problematic for me for decades. That's just me. So well, that's what that's what they, they like to virtual, like we, we keep saying, it's all virtual signaling. They like to pat themselves on the back for right. being progressive when... Like, you should be happy. We got yeah. a black woman as a superhero. Why are you complaining? You know. And, so um, it's just... Yeah, and it's just, just like just like that shit in Suicide Squad. We watched it with uh your boy, uh Slipknot. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, because he wasn't even Native American in the comics. He was a white dude. Yeah, so they changed him to be Native American just to be progressive, just to kill him off five seconds when they put him in the movie. Yeah, yeah. So the, 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 yeah. guys shit come because of Guernsey right right for TV came with red concert. Yeah, that's, that's uh, yeah, going she, deep, yo. That's deep. Yeah, that's going deep, but I'm not, I'm not even going <laughs> to touch that. So, <laughs> what other video, video game news we got before we move on? That one we got. Uh, I can't read that. Let's click and see. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're not going to give a shit about this, Eli, but I give a shit about this. This is Master Race news right here. This is PC Master Race news. <laughs> so apparently, uh, I know you go take a cigarette or something like that. You know, smoke a cigarette while it's going on. So. They just NVIDIA had a conference this weekend and basically talk about their new video card graphics card is coming out called the RTX series. So the RTX series is supposed to be everything. It's supposed to be, you know, 8K, 200 frames per second, all this bullshit like that. Eli, you, if you play a game with this graphics card, you're supposed to be able to shoot the balls off a of fly 30 meters out, depending on the wind, you know, because the graphics can be so crisp and clear, you know, in so the game, right? In the, in the game, right? <laughs> because that's where everything go. Because you know we got the PS5 and the Xbox. What the fuck ever coming out? That's what we excited for. We excited for this RTX series. The RTX is the thing that's coming out. Here's the thing. Now you had this meme about the PS5 coming out. How people are just doing like ungodly things to get the PS5. You know that meme. PS5 secured. You know. <laughs> you know. So the master race community right now is changing that with the rtx series rtx confirmed secured you know uh like a young dude in the, in the with an old white man in the bathroom or something like that and you're like i got it it's been like fifteen hundred dollars to get that thing so uh can we move on pat there's actually more video game news coming up but we're gonna save it for later on we can't give you too much at one time Ooh, okay yeah so can we move on to the next section sure Okay, so this is the comic book bullies. We'll be talking about the comic books, and we're going to talk about the comic book section. I guess, Eli, we're going to talk about the, the big boy that came out this week first? Yeah, yeah, let's go, let's go. Oh, not that one. That's, that's... Where... 
That one. Okay. Yes, we're going to talk about uh, Batman. What, what the fuck is it? 98 89 or something 98 98 okay so it's batman 98 because i think 100 is the last issue of joker war i think that's what it is so basically what the book starts off if you haven't read the last issue uh harley quinn gave batman some trippy tea that's supposed to clear out his poisonous system and supposed to uh you know have him you know back saying again because you're saying like whacked out batman is crazy i can't have him i have to have you know, regular Batman on his feet with all his wits about him. Because if I don't, we're not going to win. But while she's doing that, that's when Punchline shows up. Punchline, you don't know, is Joker's new girlfriend coming to kill his ex-girlfriend. And there she is right there. And Eli, I don't care what anybody says about Punchline. Lover, hater, I don't care. I just want cosplay of her. That's all I want. Because that's that's all I want. But anyway, Punchline knows exactly where uh, Harley is. She has a flamethrower. Burns down uh poison ivy's place because that's what she is, and it's number plants there. Uh Harley has a machine gun on her, and instead of shooting punchline, shoots the, the flamethrower and then puts the gun down. Like, what the fuck? Like, why don't you just shoot her and be done with it? So then they decide to get a one-on-one fight, and they're fighting about these idolot idolotes. I'm fucking it up. Ideologies. Anyway ideologies that's what i was trying to say <laughs> there's philosophies on what they think of what the joker is because harley quinn's pissed off at punchline punchline pissed off at harley quinn for obvious reasons because they're fighting over the same dude you know harley says she don't want the guy anymore uh punchline punchline says harley has always been naive because she's always believed you know harley you know harley wanted joker to be somebody that he wasn't joker pretended to be somebody he wanted just to get harley on his side while punchline always knew who Harley, who Joker was from the beginning. And she, she wants that. She wants him to burn down Gotham. She wants him to kill everybody in Gotham. She wants to be there when he kills Batman. And honestly, while they're fighting, honestly, Eli, I, I love just the artwork that's going on with it. Just this, it's almost like a, a manga anime style. Look, it's over-exaggerated, you know? Yeah. I like that style right there, this whole fight. It's like really, really, really awesome. Like, what's the guy named Jorge Jimenez or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he's one of the top guys. He's one of DC's top guys. They need to give him more work. So Punchline's like, fuck this. I'm going to prove to you that Joker means something to me but because I'm going to kill Batman myself. So she just runs after Batman. Meanwhile, while she ran after Batman, uh, Batman is tripping out having this conversation with Alfred in his head. And Alfred's telling him everything that's going on. He's like, the reason you can't beat Joker is because uh, Joker keeps warping the family mentality around you. He's using your bat family against you like he's making his own family he didn't care anything about them what they're not doing but you can't beat joker because you keep pushing away your own family you keep blaming your family because of what happened to me you keep pushing dick away you keep pushing damon away you keep pushing Catwoman away and you're not gonna win unless you have your family with you just like he got his family with you and he like what what am i supposed to do and then that's why i've just slapped the shit out of him <laughs> you know <laughs> wait fuck up. i like that scene right there <laughs> like you're the fucking batman you know it's not really alfred alfred's dead you know but so it's a yeah. self-conscious slapping him whatever like that and that's what I mean, but bruce is basically like if i you know if i recover from this poison then i won't hear your voice in my head right anymore and that's when alfred's telling him you don't need to hear my head anymore you yeah. all you're doing all i'm doing is just telling you stuff you already know so what you need to do is get the rest of your family with you. You're like, okay. So he does that. And so when Punchline gets ready to uh, kill Batman, Batman wakes the fuck up. She's like, that's impossible. That poison is supposed to have you knocked out for like three days. 
what are you? And then I'm Batman. You know, he says And you don't even see them fight. It just he just wraps a cape right and she just like gets an ass kicked. Like you don't even see it. So like what what the fuck happened? You know. So he just throws on his souls. He's like, okay, Harley, let's go do it. And then he's got this cell phone called the battery or some shit. And anyway, he calls the Bat family. Like all of them. And then while that's going on, Catwoman recruits Penguin Riddler to go do some shit. And she's like, you want to be a billionaire? That's what the book ends. So the next book, the Bat Fans will be there. And yeah, that's all. Overall, it was a slower book, but it's got a his look. This has just been action, action, action the whole time for this one. The Harley Quinn punchline fight was actually pretty good. I thought it was better, better fight than the last fight. You know, Jorge Hinman, they, they just really just let him cut loose on this. Just let him go wild with this fight. So overall, I'm going to give it a four out of five. It was still an entertaining book. Yeah, I, I did feel like it was a little um, a little lackluster because we we were gearing up for, like from the last issue, we were gearing up for the Harley punchline fight. And then we launch into a bunch of talking for like half the book. So the fight doesn't even happen until like 10 pages in or some shit. Right, um, because we're sitting So I did feel it was a little, yeah, it, it was a little slow, like a little... Uh, you know, a little underwhelming, I thought, a little bit. I mean, I did like the action when they did start fighting. But um, overall, I felt there was a little bit of a break. I mean, yeah, we have been just going, you know, action, action, action. Just the pace has been just – we've just been so fast-paced up until now. Um, but I will admit, I will admit that was a very poignant conversation between mm-hmm. Bruce and Alfred. Well, actually, it's Bruce. It's all Bruce. in Bruce's head, right? Because <laughs> you know, I, I love that when Alfred said this. You know, no, I'm not in your head. This is you thinking. This is this is all your thoughts. This isn't me. You've been doing this on your own. And when he says, "I don't know if I can do this without you," you you have been doing it without me. You know, right. you've been doing this the whole time by yourself. You know, is I don't know, and, and, and you have people to help you. You have the family to help you. You know, and that's that was just a. I thought was a a touching moment. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And, of course, I'm Batman when he comes up. (laughs) I thought it was kind of corny and cheesy, but I I rolled with it. It was just like – because it's almost like you knew he was going to do it. You knew he was going to do it. (laughs) So, it's like she set herself up for that. That's impossible. How did you do that? Like, you know he's going to say I'm Batman. (laughs) Because that's what he does. Yeah, I thought that was hilarious. So – um, I, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a 3.5 out of five. I don't think I liked it as much as you, but, um, I, it had its moments So, And I still think Tinian is killing it. I, that's what I think. I think yeah. Tinian's killing it. I, I think Jimenez is killing it too. That's why I, I gave it a four. I like the art. He's really killing on the art. The piece of bikes are really upstairs. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Shout out to thanks her for man. listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. <laughs> if you are, I don't probably not. Oh, <laughs> uh, what's what's next on the on the list? Um, well, I'm you're doing Empire, right? Yeah, I, I do Empire. Okay. Well, should I do um Bitterroot? Yeah, cool. Let's go ahead and get you set up for that. We got Bitterroot. Oh, and the first issue is free on Comicsology Unlimited right now. So I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna check it out. Yeah. Um Bitterroot. This is a horror series um, about this uh, family in Harlem in the 1920s that battle demons. Now, these demons are called Jinyu that feed off of hatred. And a lot of the hatred is fueled by racism of the time. 
So basically this is the second, this is the finale of, of book two. So this is the second story arc. This is the last one. So basically what's been going on, we have three different battles going on. We have what's going on in Harlem, the Jinyu. There's been a big race riot in Harlem. Demons have been possessing the cops and all that. And some of the family are over there trying to cure them. They have a cure to the Jinyu. Then we have what's going on in Georgia, uh, where this other demon called Adro, I believe. And this demon is an Inzandu. So instead of feeding off a of hatred, this demon feeds off of trauma and despair. And what this demon did, it went to this town in Georgia. Now this is 1920s Georgia. They, the KKK lynched a little black boy and the whole town is grieving. And this demon that feeds on trauma and despair goes there and starts possessing the town people who are all grieving. And um, Dr. Sylvester, he's one of the characters. He's trying to stop that demon. So we have like all these different uh, plots going on and it all comes to a head. There's a big final battle where the Adro comes out and they're all fighting. And they basically open up the portal and send the demon back. But there's still Jinyu and Inzandu still running around. So that they're not done yet. Um, I think the catch is uh, they know how to cure the, they know how to cure the hate demons. You know, they know how to cure them, but they don't know how to cure the other demons that feed off a of trauma. So this book now, Bitterroot is very woke. It's very, um, if you're into Get Out, if you're into, this is before the Watchmen TV show, <laughs> Lovecraft Country that tackles horror from a person of color just, uh, perspective, that's what Bitterroot's been doing for the past couple years now. It, 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 it's, it's basically Evil Dead from a black perspective. And I'm, I'm, it's one of my favorite books right now, and I'm digging this. And basically, it, it basically asks the question, what, how do we solve racism? What do we do about racism? How do we, you know, what do we do about hate? And then also, what do we do about the trauma that is caused by racism? So it asks all these sort of deep, meaningful questions and just lets you ponder. Because like, like I'm saying, they know how to take care of the one demons that feed off of hate, you know, but they don't know how to cure the trauma. So that's just, again, just a deep question to ask. How, how do we get rid of, how do we come to terms with our historical trauma, our generational people of color, our generational trauma that has happened to us and our ancestors and our, you know, for generations. We all right, sort of have, we're basically born with PTSD. Yeah, we have this deep-seated depression in our DNA from our ancestors being subjected to racial oppression for hundreds of years. And how do we come to terms with that? So that's what I love about this book. And it's using the horror genre as a way to tackle it. So this, like I said, this is the big climactic uh, battle. They send the one demon back, but there's still other demons around and we'll see what happens. This is the end of book two. So this has been, our, there's gonna be a movie about this. There's gonna be a live action movie. Uh, Netflix or I don't know, but Coogler, Ryan Coogler's doing it. Is he doing it or is he just putting his name on it? I know he's 
involved somehow. Okay. You know? And this is all black writers, black artists, you know, um, Sanford Green, uh, Chuck Brown, um, David F. Walker's on this, you know. Mm-hmm. So it, it's going to be when it hit, it's going to be a big thing. It's going to be yeah. the thing. Yeah, I've been into this book since, like I said, I'm a horror fan. This is basically Evil Dead. I love Evil Dead. And I guess right. one of the artists used to work on the Evil Dead series at IDW. So, or is it Dynamite? Or whoever does the Evil Dead comics and Army of Darkness comics. Um, I think yeah. it's IDW. Um, they, they, yeah, he's, he worked on those books. So it's, it's cool. It's a lot of fun, but it's also got a lot of social commentary to it that I really dig, so. This gets another five out of five. This is, like I said, this is one of my favorite books right now. And, you know, book two is done. It's still going on. Hopefully I keep doing this. So, nice. Like I said, it's going to be, a, when, they, when the movie drops, it's going to be a phenomenon. We we yeah. already see it now. So, yeah. yeah. All right. So, oh, let's go to the call. Let's see what we got. Uh, Iron Man Reborn. Why do I keep calling you Iron Man Reborn? Uh, Top of fun. Yes. Yeah. yeah. If you're, like I said, it's Evil Dead from a black perspective. It's Evil Dead. They're battling demons. The demons are possessing people, but it also that it deals with like Doctor Sylvester. He lost his family in the Tulsa bombing. So, um, and they deal yeah. with that before Watchmen. And it was on before Watchmen. In fact, when I watched the Watchmen show, I'm like, they're ripping off Bitterroot. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, and they, and they deal with like there's like it shows how Doctor Sylvester went to the the Osage reservations in Oklahoma to hide out after the bombing and stuff. So there's, there's, it really goes into his history, the history. And that's, what's awesome about when you diversify and you get real true representation in media, you get that not only their point of view, but also the history, you know, this is black history, native American history. This is American history. Right. The story of America is the story of the people of color too. So that's what's, makes this so cool so so cool all right so next one let's go back to marvel let's talk about empire number six so this is the last issue this what last not only well, actually it's not the last issue the last issue i'm gonna review so, <laughs> yeah me too <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm i'm done with this <laughs> aftermath um, and the wedding and all yeah whatever i don't give coming. a fuck about any of that stuff man so yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right so based on the book starts off is that uh you got tony stark and you got reed richards basically planning how to save the planet because there's two things going on right now wakanda is being invaded by some some plant monsters better put this death spot uh death blossom right there and it's going to pretty much invade the entire galaxy if they able to plan it. And the sun is about to blow up because the Creed and the scrolls have activated the sun to basically kill off all the plant monsters and kill off all Earths to, to end the infection right now. So Tony's like, Reed, you go save Wakanda. I'll go save the sun. Boom. That's how we're going to do this. So while all that's going on, you got heroes all over the place fighting everywhere. Uh, the Creed and Carol Danvers and Wiccan and somebody else, they they teleport to the sun or some shit and but wiccan has some powers on where they can still breathe in the air and still not get this 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 shit lost me this shit lost then i saw i was like say did you write an outline or something to follow i i no i was just i followed it but i was just like this is stupid this is i know we're reading comics but that's stupid that float they teleported to the sun so this whole entire book happened in eight minutes 
that's what I'm trying to say. It's like a 40-page book happened in eight minutes because obviously they had to do this shit before the sun blew up. Uh, they rescue She-Hulk. She walks to the green door. Now, explain, explain something to Eli because you're more versed in this than I am. But they said she walked through the door, but she didn't. So because there's a green door that the Hulks yeah. can walk through? Yeah, that's that one below all. They they go to they can go to hell, but they can come back. The green door is, yeah, whatever. Okay, know. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They they, they go, I mean, the Hulks like Rick Jones. All the Hulks can come back. The Hulks don't really die, you know, yeah. but they can get trapped in hell or the green hell or what. But you know, they can get their way back. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. So she's back. Uh, only house, get- I kind of found that disappointing because I thought they were. They were gonna make a an immortal She-Hulk book. Well, I think they still are. Yeah, and I'm like, well, that kind of sounds cool because then we get to see how she comes back. Um, right, but now we already hell. see, it. and then but she then just... they just sort of came back. I'm like, well, that kind of sucks. Empire is the last funky ass Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> this book just lost me, man. It was just like this. Is, it's like they just threw every fucking thing in one book. We're like, why are you cramming all this shit in here? This is the only this is the only thing I gave a fuck about right here. This. Black the Panther fight, died, fight. Yeah. yeah. Black Panther versus Swordsman because Black Panther died in the last book, uh, because Swordsman snuck attack him and he said, "Oh, you thought you could kill me?" And this is that Black Panther prep time, uh, plot armor bullshit that's about to happen right now because he said, "I slowed my health down, uh, to make you think I was dead because I know this technique called the shadow combat." I'm like, what? What? Whatever. Let's fuck it. <laughs> Beat his ass. That's all I want to see you. Shadow see you style do. or whatever. Yes, yeah, I know shadow kung fu that I learned from the Wakandan. It so my armor could patch up my wounds while you thought I was dead so I could get back up and kick your ass. So Swordsman and Black Panther are fighting sword to sword. And of course, Black Panther. See, now Black Panther is basically like, okay, now since I see you coming, I can kick your ass now. Last time you snuck me, but I can catch you. And he beat Swordsman's ass in a sword fight. The only job swordsman has is to fight with a sword. <laughs> so it's like, you know what? That's why he died. That's why you suck. <laughs> but anyway, uh, who said that? Mr. Fantastic shows up, start beating ass like that. And he said, so what are you going to do to stop me? And he said, I'm going to just say two words. Avengers assemble. That's pretty cool. You got every Avengers ever just pop up all of a sudden. Just start beating ass in Wakanda. That's cool. Um, <laughs> for one page. <laughs> yeah, for one page, you know. Uh, and... I think Tony, what does Tony do to save the sun? Does he teleport iron into the sun or out of the sun? I thought it was like a suit around the sun. He said he was going to do that, but he didn't do that? I I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, back to Black Panther. Because that's all shit I gave a fuck about his book. (laughs) So he he fights Swordsman one more time, stabs Swordsman, stabs him through the Death Blocks because that's that's Excelsior Space Sword. If it touches the Death Block, it kills Death Block. So he kills both of them at the same time. They're done. That's out. Like a, so, it's like a Voltron moment, you know. Right. It's like <laughs> Robies and shit like that. Yeah, so Robies. Yeah. So so they're done. They're out of there. Oh, uh, and then the Avengers just sit around celebrating shit like that. Uh, Black the Panther. Thor comes down and lightnings like every plant on Earth. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That that, that part was actually pretty cool because he because Thor Thor's been gone the whole time because he had to go find himself with some shit or find out how to beat them. So basically, he reconnected with his mother side because in the comics. He his mother is Gaia, you know, uh, the mother of Earth, basically. So he has Earth powers himself. So he comes down just lightning with Earth lightning powers and like this kills all the Katites just like that, you know. It makes it pretty easy. And the rest of them that don't get killed, they get taken by the Korean skull. 
Oh, and it's also some, some shit where the Korean skull, they try to make them fight against each other, but they I don't fuck. Yeah, they they and, they've heard of, yeah. 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 Anyway, Black Panther has a sword. He was like, Don't worry, I know somebody that can trust. I trust this sword with my life. Space sword disappears, goes to uh Hulkling, who is now the emperor of the Kree and the scroll. And Wiccan is just standing with his leg wrapped around him like like Princess Leia or some shit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Cheryl Danvers there, you know, she's the accuser, and Human Torch is just, just there. Like, what the fuck are you doing? I don't know. Yeah, this I don't know. Uh, Willie, I'm I'm like I'm like you now. I'm like, what what the fuck? Uh yeah. let's see. Yeah, let's let's <laughs> yeah. Was it that Black <laughs> Panther? Time, yeah. In Black Panther, African Batman, <laughs> basically <laughs> prep time for his prep time. So yeah, this book, I, I honestly, Eli, I, I feel bad because I feel like Gomer is going to hear this podcast and he's going to tell both of us, "Told you so." I told you this shit sucked. Well, this one sucked. <laughs> this, this one sucked. I, sucked. I like this book up until this. And this book sucked. It's like let's just throw everything in at the last moment yeah. in eight minutes. Fly to the sun. Fuck. Let's wrap up all 20 tie-ins. <laughs> right. I'm like, what the fuck is Spider-Man doing fighting? Play? I don't know, Why is man. everybody blue? I, I... Right. And they break out weird costumes. And then they just say some shit off panel. What about the moon? They set up a base of the moon. Uh, the X-Men got that. Don't worry about it. And it's just, yeah. It's, like, everybody okay. were in blue suits. Like, were they all Fantastic Four members? Like, even yes. Wolverine. Was they like were. They were. Like, and that's another thing I was pissed off. That's another thing I said earlier. Like, why the fuck did the Fantastic Four have all these damn members? They're four people. Why the fuck are eight assholes running around? The Fantastic but, 44. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So yeah, I'm like, this, this was exhausting. This was the last book I read before yeah. we recorded. And I was like, fucking hey, man. It's just like it, so much shit. Like, so convoluted. So yeah, they it's, were juggling. It started so good, yeah. man. It, I yeah. thought this. I didn't think. I never thought it was gonna be a great series. I just thought it was gonna be something fun. We just get into and they said, but it just got just so much shit. They were just throwing at you at the last minute. Uh, Mister Fantastic got an Iron Man suit for for fuck all reason because they didn't do shit with it. <laughs> so I don't know. Man. Yeah, he just punched some people and then like the like Katani. you can punch people without an Iron Man suit. Yeah. Like the Katadi were, so, I I really liked the Katadi as 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 villains, but they in the right. end they just sort of like uh, what's his name, Coy or whatever, just sort of whines at the end, you know, right? Um, you know, fuck you, Dad, fuck you, yeah, like, uh, yeah, like really, I I thought I thought of him as like like nature fighting back against technology and like they just completely forgot about this shit, yeah, right? I thought that's like, the theme they were going with that. They completely forgot about that. Yeah, I like that idea of what the Katari represented in this series, and they just sort of just right. wrapped at it. Okay, end, we got yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, he was just a whiny teenager. That's all. He yeah, was. yeah. Like he had like he was had a, had this whole like uh, you know this like ideology behind it. Now he, yeah, he was just a, a whiny brat. He was Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> he was. You know what? We're gonna agree on that. We're gonna agree on it. <laughs> but it was just so convoluted. It was just they they just wrapped up all these storylines in eight minutes. You know, like if they just focused <laughs> right. on what Iron Man and, and, and Reed were doing, right? You know, and instead of like giving everybody their one moment, what I, I didn't read any of those tie-ins. I didn't know what the fuck because they didn't even explain. Know. They didn't say anything about those tie-ins until then. It wasn't like like Wolverine and Spider-Man showing up as Fantastic Four members was explaining the story. They just showed up. They're just fighting some priest. 
You know, yeah. like, where the fuck this shit come from? And, like, I was re- I read the Captain America tie-in, which I enjoyed a lot, and I was looking forward to him coming in, and he shows up for, what, one panel? and like, Right, and just do- says, I've yeah. had a long day, you know. Yeah. Just- <laughs> <laughs> and, like, oh, yeah, I remember what he did until <laughs> then, but, I, you know, he, yeah, it was just a long, drawn-out mess. Um, so, yeah. I, yeah, I hate Gomer. to tell Gomer he's right. I hate to yeah. tell Gomer he's right. Well, this story, he's, he's this, gonna this, rub this it in the issue. This issue sucked. Yes, this issue sucked. The uh, but does it bring down the entire run? The whole crossover? No, because I was digging it until then. This is basically a lot of events do this shit. You get to the yeah. last issue and they wrap it all up, and you know, on to the next. So they did this with Death Metal. They did this with a lot of shit. You know. Yeah, it's true. So, so yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I, yeah, I was digging it until this one. Where they had I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna say three out of five. Three out of five. It was some some shit I like, but for the most part, I'm know. gonna give it a two. I don't. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to. I was trying to be lenient, but okay. But uh, art's what, what still cool. Art still yeah. cool and all that shit. But it was just so they just crammed so much into this. You know, yeah, the art was cool, but it wasn't. It, it, it just felt like it, it got the job done. Like I've seen this yeah. guy before. He does a lot of Marvel stuff, but to me, he just gets the yeah. job. I mean, those, he, those he doesn't. Splash- he doesn't go above and beyond. Yeah. I mean, those splash pages where all the where everybody's fighting. I mean, that was cool and all that shit. And it's just like a lot of know. shit going around. It was just like it didn't just wow me. I don't, it, it, it felt like it should have wowed me more than it did. I don't yeah, know. it was. Like I said, it was. I was exhausted after reading this. I was like, oh, man, I'm so, I'm, I'm so glad Leroy's going to talk about this one. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're going to talk about it ever again. Well, let, let's go to the call. Let's see what we got. What we got, Willie? Let's go back to read. Long shot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all got to do OK Boomer. Yeah. Long shot. Because <laughs> I had a long, a long shot. And he's an X-Men guy. Oh, I thought I was talking about Valiant or something. No. Nah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I had more respect for him than that. <laughs> uh, all right, what was the next book on the, on the list? The last one I read was Alien, the original screenplay. Okay, did I put that on there? Go for it. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, there it is. Boom. I did do it. I did my homework. Okay. So this is the last Alien comic that Dark Horse is putting out because, as you well know, Disney owns Fox. So now they own Aliens and Predator, and Marvel is now owning Aliens and Predator comics. They got the license. So Dark Horse, who's been doing Aliens and Predator comics for the past 30 years, they no longer have the license for Aliens comics anymore. So this is the last Alien book that they're doing. And this is a series based on the original screenplay of the original Alien movie. Um, and it was written by Dan O'Bannon. Dan O'Bannon wrote the script for the original Alien. He wrote the script for Life Force, your favorite movie, Leroy, about oh, the yeah. space vampires. I love watching that <laughs> when I was a teenager <laughs> on HBO. Yeah, he wrote like the heavy metal movie, the, the heavy metal, the comic. He wrote the heavy metal movie. He wrote um, wrote and directed Return of the Living Dead, one of my favorite horror movies. So he's you know he was a, he was a nerd. And he wrote the original screenplay for Alien. Um, and then once it got made, Ridley Scott and the rest of the producers, they sort of rewrote it a bunch of times. But this is, comic is based on his original, the original draft. 
And of course, the names are changed. Instead of Ripley, I think her name is Ronnie, um, and she's black. So, you know, our our main protagonist is is a black woman. Um, of course, the 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 alien designs are different. They look more like slugs, worm things. Um, instead of, you know, they find that they got you know in the original Alien movie, the they're the space truckers. They're they're they get a distress signal to another planet. They go down there and find an alien sort of a hive in the, in the movie. It's like a derelict spaceship in this, it's like a pyramid, you know? So they find like this pyramid and that's where they find the alien nest. So the alien, yeah, they look more like, like slugs and worms and stuff. So in this issue, yeah, the one guy finds the eggs and it hatches and he gets the face hugger on him. And it looks, it looks more like a worm, like a bit or like a squid. You know, instead of a uh, uh, like 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 in the original in the original series that they were more like crabs. This looks yeah. more like a tentacle slug thing. Anti, okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and they and yeah, it, it has acid for blood. They try to get it off his face, and it the, it starts burning. You know, burning through the ship and stuff. So they're like, "What are we gonna do? We got, you know." So that's where it ends when they try to cut it off, but then the acid starts burning up the the, the ship and stuff. So yeah, it's kind of cool, interesting. I'm a huge Alien fan. I grew up the movies. Alien, Aliens is probably one of my all-time favorite flicks as well. So, and I've been a big fan of the universe and the comics and toys. And where's my? Uh, I don't have it. It's over there. But I got Alien toys <laughs> <laughs> and a Predator up there. But <laughs> but yeah, so I'm digging on this. I'm fanboying out. This is a four out of five. It's just interesting to go back and see Dan O'Bannon's original vision, I guess. You know? Nice. Okay. All right. So uh next book I'm going to review is what is this? What are we doing? Deceased? We're doing deceased. Okay. Oh, DC's shit. Dead Planet number three. Uh you, you read this, didn't you? I haven't been reading this, no. I read oh. I, I read the first series and then I read Unkillables, but I haven't been reading this one. Oh, cool. Okay. So just getting you caught up what, what's going on right now. So basically going on right now, the book last uh left off where I can't John Constantine made his own team, but I can't remember the name of them, but it don't really matter what the name is. They get eaten by Plastic Man, a zombie plastic man. Wasn't he like in a moat or something? They thought it was blood. Yeah. He was something? a moat, right? It, they thought it was blood, but it was actually him the whole time. Yeah. And he yeah. was surrounded by a hellfire, so the zombies couldn't get in there and kill anybody. So they're falling in the mouth of plant, uh, Plastic Man, but apparently they can't be eaten because so he tried to eat Swamp Thing. And so Swamp Thing, you know, like I Am Groot, that shit he did in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, groups himself to protect everybody from him. And then as was Zatanna flies out, start talking backwards and shit, and throws plastic man into the hellfire and kills him also so when they finally do that they finally get to what they're here for so they finally realize the reason they're here is because all of the asshole billionaires on the planet that's still alive they basically cornered themselves off in australia and you have to pay to get in to help them so basically like penguin maxwell lord other assholes also in dc that you know they're still alive that's they're there so I'm trying to think what else goes on. Oh, this is a touching scene right here. I got to show you this one. So Jim Gordon, who's still alive, meets up with Damien. He's like, oh, so I see. I'm glad to see there's another Batman here. And, you know, Damien looks at his hand. He was like, uh-uh, we're not going to do that. Come here. And then they, they hug, you know. <laughs> they Aww. embrace each other. Yeah. Damien, 
What a yeah, softy. Yeah, David's all softy and stuff like that. He was like, well, Batman, Batman, I know it's not a hugger. He was like, well, see, that's Batman's problem. And this is funny right here. He was like, I'm glad uh, Scarecrow didn't see what his He's not was. a hugger. <laughs> right. I'm the new Batman. I kill and I hug. <laughs> right. I'm in touch with my emotions. You know? <laughs> he was like, Batman's real fear would be a pat on the shoulder, you know, because he hates intimacy, you know. Uh, so anyway, Dr. Fate heals uh, Jonathan Kent, Superboy, Superman, you know, because he's there. But anyway, the Superman shit, that's who gives a fuck. Oh, oh, and also they said because all the fucked up shit's going on right now, Trigon is going to come and eat Earth also because he wants the souls. He can get the souls. So he's going to fuck everybody up. So he's on his way. Um, the reason. Yeah, this is this is cool shit right here. So the reason Swamp Thing is here is because. They have the Floronic Man. They have the Floronic Man tied up to basically like give them like nature and the green and stuff like that. So they're basically using the green for their own purposes. So they're upsetting the balance and Swamp Thing don't like that shit. So he's out there fighting everybody like y'all free the Floronic Man. Uh, otherwise, I'm going to kill everybody. And that's when Maxwell Lord is like possessing, you know, um, Floronic Man to do what he want to. So. Swamp Thing just grabs him, and if you know what happened with Max Lord, the only way to end his mind control is to kill him. So Swamp Thing just like, boop, <laughs> pops his head oh, off. <laughs> yeah, just okay. pops his head off <laughs> to get the Floronic Man uh, free. So, yeah, so while that's going, that's when Dr. Ivo, who is also there, sends in an Amazo. You know, he's got all the power of the Justice League, a big robot, and I think he's he kills Swamp Thing, but you can't kill Swamp Thing. He just comes back in like five seconds. We even more pissed. Zatanna does some bullshit, but that doesn't matter because it's actually a bunch of Amazos coming at them. So, like, a bunch of Amazos with just League powers coming at the killers. So they're like, nah, fuck, we gotta get out of here. So they teleport out of there, and why they teleport out of there doesn't really matter because they're showing their real plan. Now, why they haven't done this, but he's got a whole bunker of Amazos. Which I'll just leave out. Now, why they haven't done that in the regular DC universe? I have no idea. That just makes just make a whole bunch of them. If one of them can find the whole just leaks, make a whole bunch of them be done with it. You know, so definitely doing here. Um, yeah, that's it. Some other bullshit happens. They're gonna go to space and go to New Genesis and fight some shit, whatever, like that. The end. Uh, overall, cool book has some cool scenes in it, but it wasn't a cool book overall. It's one of the slower books. I give it a three point five out of five. No. Yeah, three point five out of five because it was a cool swamp thing popping the dude's head off. So, uh, <laughs> what is this? DC looks. Yes, they do look cool. And it's Tom Taylor. Tom Taylor, y'all. <laughs> Alien crawfish. What the fuck? GT, y'all. Are we, are we gonna give him uh, yes. a Two two thousand man knows what's what life force is about. So yeah, of uh, course. No. Oh, last book. Last book I'm gonna do. And okay. this is kind of like slash video game section slash book. And this is Thor. What the fuck is this? Fortnite X Marvel Nexus oh, War. Okay. That bullshit. I'm not gonna do a whole thing. I'm not gonna do a whole thing about it. Basically, what happened is it's a tie-in to the Fortnite thing that's coming on right now. Put that up. Let me see. What is that? Is he got like is he like nullified? Nullified. <laughs> yeah, that's the uh that's the it, it's basically the tiny K store run. Okay. You know, yeah, I'm gonna see if I can pull it, pull it up. Uh yeah, right here. So boom. Let's see. I'm gonna give me just a second. Yes, you guys can see what it looks like. So it's Thor, Galactus, you know, all the good shit like that. So Maze of the Books. No, Nully Thor or whatever. Yeah. Donny Case right Donny Case wrote this. Okay. 
Yeah. So Danny Cates, y'all. So this actually is canonical to the Thor run that he's doing right now. And so, so the whole book, like the first three pages, basically getting you caught about what's going on. Uh, Thor becomes Harold Galactus. Galactus has to eat these five planets because the Black Winter is coming. He's got destroying. But while he's doing that, uh, all of a sudden Galactus is like, wait a minute, I smell a planet from far away. So he like, and that's as apparently it's the Fortnite planet he smells. He's like, I want to go, I want to go eat some, you know, get a side meal. And Thor's like, oh shit, I can't let him eat that because that planet is not on the menu. They got five planets that's on the menu. That's not one of them. So Thor races to the Fortnite planet before he gets there, and he gets there and he fights all the weird Fortnite shit. Like I don't play Fortnite, man. Look, look, look at this shit, Eli. This, this. A banana man? What the fuck is banana man? I don't know. I, th- I don't know. I don't know. I don't. It's there. Yeah, I don't, all I, don't I know play is that Fortnite shit, either, man. All I know is that shit costs me ten dollars every time my nephew hits me up for that bullshit. So <laughs> can I get I the banana who, suit? <laughs> right. So I'm paying for banana man. I don't know what the fuck a banana man is, but I'm paying for it. You know. <laughs> So anyway, Thor shows up. He's trying to warn them that Galactus is coming to eat the whole planet. They fight him, but eventually they come on the same planet. And it's when Thor said, I need backup. Not gonna lie, even though this is like a bullshit free. Oh, and this comic is free also. So I'm gonna read. But okay. this panel's cool. He's trying to warn them that Galactus is on his way, gonna eat the whole planet. So uh, y'all need to we need to get on the same page for what happened. So that's when he gets to Lady Sif. Lady Sif calls the Bifrost. She calls in reinforcement. Reinforcement, she calls in. Boom. All the people, DLC, that you're going to get at Fortnite. Wolverine, Captain America, Mystique. Goop, Good goop. job, Marvel. Yeah. This Good this is job. genius. This is genius. Yes. yes. This is genius right here, what they're doing. Yes. From a, all from the a right marketing, characters. Yes. From a all marketing the, standpoint. Right? Yes. All the right characters. They didn't bring in female Thor and Nazi cap. and <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, but anyway, yeah, they, group, yeah. And they, yeah, and they don't know each other. Know. So, yeah, yeah, characters yeah. people will know from the movies. Yeah, yes, because this is all canonical with the game. So, basically, if you read this book, it don't matter. They said to be continued in season whatever of Fortnite. So that's the thing right there. So, what this is is a Fortnite Marvel crossover cross promotion, and this is smart. This is not promoting like a video game. It's not promoting what well, is promoting video game. It's not promoting a movie or a cartoon. It's promoting a comic. It's canonical with the comic. So it, it doesn't matter at the most, but at the same time, you know, these kids, they don't give a shit about comics, but they do give a shit about Fortnite. So they're going to play the shit out of Fortnite. They're going to see Thor with this crazy ass new costume. He's this Ther- Herald of Galactus. And they're going to be like, hey, what the hell is going on? Some of them are going to pick up, and Eli, it's working. It's working. I went on comics, obviously, looking at the, the, top sales of the week. And, you know, obviously, like Batman, stuff like that, but all those, or Thor comics, they're creeping up there. All those Thor comics come back. The, yeah, so these kids, some kids are picking up the old Thor run to see what the fuck's going on. So that's how it starts. You hook them that way. Yeah. Like, it's cool to have 40-year-old comic readers and shit like that, but you need to get the kids and get the <laughs> shit going. <laughs> shit. Yeah. Zombies versus Dawn of Great Ideas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, yes, this is great. Now, you know, some people are pissed off, and you know the usual crowd are pissed off about that. Why is Marvel crossing over with this kid's video game? Why do you think? Why are you pissed off? If you don't play Fortnite, why do you give a shit what they're doing? Like, from a marketing standpoint, this is genius. This is almost too smart for Marvel. And this is why, like, this is why. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is why y'all got bullied and shit. Right, because <laughs> you get pissed off at other people just having fun. This is the reason. This is the gateway drug to get kids into reading this shit. You see, yeah. crazy ass Thor with this galactic god power shit like that. Somebody's gonna pick up the book. 
We're going to bring in new readers. We're going to pick up other shit. You got free Black Panther comics all over the place, shit like that. This is going to bring in new readers. So, yeah. Good job on Marvel. Yeah. So, yeah. Anything else we got to add or? That's all I got. Okay. Yeah, like I said, we. Out. Yeah, like I said, we've been all over the place with this book. We had a lot of viewers. I'm looking at the numbers right now. So appreciate everybody that was listening and stuck around and hanging around. Uh, next week, next week we will talk about the shit you care about. We will talk about the boys. I plan to have that Avengers game next week, so I can oh, do a review. I, I do. A review. I was gonna get the week, but here's the thing about this Fortnite. They want to talk about Fortnite. Okay, so I just is caught Fort, Fortnite. Is that a game? Is that a shooter? See, that's how much yes. I don't know about it. Is yes, it a it's a shooter. It's okay. a shooter. But yeah. here's the thing. Here's the thing about Fortnite. I just re- I just caught my nephew uh, in just last month alone, bought $350 worth of shit from my, from my brother's uh, credit card that he left on the Xbox. But I told him not to do because my brother's going to get it. So what the fuck are you buying with $350? For a game? Like no, like all the all the DLC, all the, all the costumes crap? and Banana Man and shit. <laughs> That's what pissed me off about the game. What is on that game to make you spend three hundred fifty dollars of it? Like not even the game, like other shit to buy with the game. And that's just that alone. It must be blown up. I see. I see like Fortnite toys and shit at Target and shit. Well, that's what they're doing now. Like hell, the uh, Batman Begins was on Fortnite. Like the movie, they showed the movie on there. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you had to go to promote it. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. That was on like a. Yeah, somebody had uh Travis Scott had a concert on Fortnite. Like a digital concert. I don't know who that like, is, but okay. He's a rapper. But the point oh. is that Fortnite has become this multimedia conglomerate that you want to... Star Wars! I they promoted yeah, Palpatine. His message. Oh, yeah. 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 His message that he was telling everybody that he's back, that was announced in Fortnite first. So basically, any multimedia conglomerate that wants to do promotion, they go through Fortnite because that's where everybody at. Promote there if you go where the party is. So this, that's this what we should is, do. Let's let let's let's go to let's go into Fortnite and we'll we'll do a pod from Fortnite. Plus they would charge for that. <laughs> I want I want your right leg <laughs> and I want. <laughs> see, well, let me see. Uh, Cross it keeps Cross coming alive. Thank Mark. Exactly. Yeah. This is this is genius. Yeah, this is genius. That's what I was saying when I saw that those characters. I'm like, that is brilliant. And, and the go. same people pissed off about this, the same people that complained about Teen Titans Go. It wasn't made for you. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. made for little kids. Don't complain about that shit. You know. Yeah. So when a, they like when it. Kid, when a kid goes to your local comic book shop to buy a fucking comic book, don't shit on what they're buying, assholes. Right. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what they're going to do. <laughs> you should be reading this. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Yo, don't read Deadpool. Read Watchmen. <laughs> oh man anyway look next week we're gonna review some other shit gonna see what happens hopefully september will be nicer to us than every other month in 2020 has been so far i haven't been any crazy shit um i'm just looking forward to the hoodie weather man i'm sick of the heat well you're in mississippi so you guys yeah it's heat no matter what it doesn't matter i'm looking for the uh the the, uh, i'm looking forward to autumn my yeah, it, it won't be cold here till the middle of December. <laughs> That's how. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. We talk to you guys next week. Same bully time, same bully channel. Nas, Nas.
going, we going, uh, my pants poster said, we going ultra, yeah, we going ultra black, I got a toast to that, we don't fold the crack, we going, Occasion we rose to that, fuck on postal We going ultra black, watching the global change Hopping the coldest range, hip boy on the beat This shit poster slap, we going ultra black We going, we going uh, Rhythm and blues, pop rock, soul to jazz Till my toes attack, how I look being told I'm not supposed to brag, nobody fault I tell the truth, I know what's facts We ultra black, Greystone skin tone But multi that, multiple colors We coming all shades, mocha black Except where I'm at and I fight me on it Emotional stares like I might be wanted Pitch black like the night, I'm ultra black Said for the sun, reruns, jokes are black Oh yes, oh yes, God bless success We going ultra black like the S is fast Talk with a mask on, the freshest breath African black soap, caress the flesh Super fly to Mac, sitting fly in the lack Take the boat on the water, history talks with my daughter my son will be my resurrection Constantly learning lessons I never die, you get the message I hope you be better than I Life's precious Two-stepping Sometimes I'm over black Even my clothes are black Cash money with the white tee and the soldier rag We going ultra black Unapologetically black The opposite of Doja Cat Michael Black's in black We going ultra black I got a toast to that We don't fold the crack Occasion we rose to that, fuck on postal We going ultra black, watching the global change Hopping the coldest range, hit boy on the beat This shit poster slap, we going ultra black We going, we going, we going ultra black Raiders Oakland hat, I smoke to that Pre-rolls and yak, what's the results to that? See notes and bags, she knows I'm classy like I'm Billy D. Williams Go ultra black, Isaac Kennedy films, penitentiary too Black like out in the loop, black don't crack, it's like the fountain of youth The coach is black, like Iman, she beautiful, going ultra black To Africa, you say go back, I stay pro-black, my Amex black Black like cornrows, afros, black like cat, black ball from the Super Bowl. College. Holler notes, I can't go for that. Motown Museum, Detroit, I'm ultra black. This for New York and all the map. No matter your race, to me, we all are black. We going ultra black, I got a toast to that. We don't fold the crack. We don't fold the crack. Occasion we rose to that, fuck on postal. We going ultra black, watching the global change. Hopping the coldest range, hip boy on the beat. This shit poster slap. We going ultra black. Black is beautiful. Black is beautiful. Nas, Nas, Nas.